Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So, I know for many of you who believe in a society that isn't, I don't know, defined by things like inequality, bigotry, injustice, general just all-round cruelty, have basically been a bit depressed for quite a long time. I can empathise. I've been on a bit of a downer myself. You've been pretty down, I would imagine, since 2019 in particular. Essentially, that's when we entered the apocalypse. Not only have the Tories under Rishi Sunak resorted, of course, to austerity, but they've deliberately and incessantly waged so-called culture wars under both Liz Truss and Boris Johnson as well, of course, is Rishi Sunak, uh, for a long time. Basically, what that means is tapping into the basest prejudices people have about vulnerable minorities like refugees, migrants, trans people, for cynical political ends, often to distract, of course, from people's sense of economic grievance, which, of course, is more than justified, not least in the current crisis. I mean, it's basically felt like being trapped in a pub with, like, some obnoxiously bigoted guy who's pissed and just ranting at you, kind of spittle, speckling your face. I'm not sure that's a word, but you get the gist. But you can't escape because they're the government, they run your lives, they're in charge of your existence. Yeah, it is depressing. Easy to think, it's all bleak, we're trapped on what some of course call rainy fascist island uh, for the rest of our lives. This also of course feeds into Labour's right-wing shift, because there's this sense that basically the British public are irredeemably socially uh, conservative, that they have to basically pander to everyone's least favourite racist uncle in order to get elected, which, again, generally involves tossing various minorities under a bus. And at the same time, of course, that you can't support transformative economic policies, which would actually deal with the huge insecurities that have become to define the existence of millions of people, because people won't wear it. They just think it's too radical, etc., well, okay, this research is right up your streets, guys, um, because I'm going to try and cheer you up now. So, a professor of political science and public policy at University of Southampton, uh, Will, Will Jennings, has written a very interesting and insightful piece. It's fair to say I come from a um, slightly different place politically than the good professor. I think he's more approving of New Labour's electoral strategy uh, than myself. But what the hell? Let a thousand flowers bloom and all that. Um what he does is look at the research um, which challenges the idea that the British public have moved decisively rightwards, as he puts it, on both economic and cultural issues, um, which is the mantra used to justify the horrors <laughs> unleashed by this government, but also, I would say, the right-wing shift of the Labour Party. I'm not sure he'd agree with me on that, but, you know, he's provided the research. We can all draw different conclusions. Um Based on data for the British Election Survey, so this uses big samples of up to 30,000 uh, respondents, and it asks uh, various economic questions, for example, uh, such as, uh, so basically getting people to, you know, look at certain statements and whether they agree with it or not. Like, ordinary working people do not get their fair share of the nation's wealth. There is one law for the rich and one for the poor. There is no need for strong trade unions to protect 
working conditions and wages and private enterprise is the best way to solve britain's economic problems so the whole point of that is of course people then answer do they agree or not with those statements and that enables researchers to plot broadly speaking where they are on a kind of left right axis on those crucial economic questions and then overall you can look at the results um as a whole and see which direction the british public are moving in on those issues on economic issues because what those do is obviously provide an insight into people's general economic world view you just ask a few clear statements on economic issues and then you can plot the overall worldview on the back of it so what you what what's happened and if you're not if you're listening to the podcast i'm going to show a graph which shows how voters have shifted on economic issues what it shows is that they've moved leftwards in the last 30 years but particularly in the last decade so the public think the government should redistribute from the rich to the poor uh, on the whole not all the public but the whole point is the kind of where where the, where where people lean overall they don't trust big business they think ordinary people don't get their fair share they think there's one law for the rich and the poor and companies will try to get the better of workers if they get the chance so what it shows is people have shifted um over uh, over the last 30 years and um, particularly since 2010 on those economic issues and they've moved to the left and one of the things i hate is when people go oh talking about left and right well they're irrelevant outdated labels it is true most people don't think in terms of left or right um most people like to think of themselves as kind of sensible don't they and they think therefore they put themselves in the center that's why you ask these statements rather than go are you left wing on the economy or right wing on the economy because that's quite abstract for most people they think in terms of issues and these questions are on issues which are are more tangible than a kind of left right axis but clearly you can see where people are on the left right axis based in practice on how people respond to these statements that goes for cultural questions as well so the sorts of questions that people ask are young people don't have enough respect for traditional british values censorship of films and magazines is necessary to uphold moral standards people in britain should be more tolerant of those who lead unconventional lives and people should be allowed to organize public protests against the government this is Paige, the co-host of giggly squad and i want to tell you about a company that i've been loving olive in june olive in june gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Again, now there's been strong, actually, you know, a, a very significantly strong tendency on becoming more progressive on these issues since 1992 even tory voters are less reactionary i do think it's quite striking that what has 
happened though is a generational divide has opened up certainly politically I, I, I haven't seen whether there's a generational breakdown of these particular figures i'm not sure there is well maybe there is we'll find out i'll, I'll find out and update you um but we know that there's an unprecedented generational divide in terms of how people vote which isn't the case in the past so in 1983 young people there was a lead amongst under 25s for thatcher and the tories they they got a nine point lead over labor 1983 but in the last general election despite labor's of course terrible route um they did not uh, young people overwhelmingly voted Labour and, and older people overwhelmingly voted Tories. Now, I think cultural issues definitely come into that. So I think, you know, what is different now is, and hope gives you hope for the future, is whereas in the past people have been more to the left on, say, cultural and economic issues than drifted to the right, maybe this generational divide means a lot of, which didn't exist before, means a lot of those younger people will continue to have progressive views and therefore this will entrench that we'll see it, it you know you might look at this and think well why the hell is there such an intense backlash then if people have become more progressive what the hell is going on i think the way to explain that actually is when you get strong progress particularly with attitude shifting because of movements which change people's attitudes so if you look at, you know, movements historically like feminism, the LGBTQ movement, anti-racism movements, what they've done is um, change people's attitudes. But by doing so, they provoke fear amongst the section of the population who are opposed to that progress. And they become more angry, more vocal and more emboldened and often more reactionary. So that's why it's so weird and anachronistic, you might think. How the hell did Donald Trump become president in 2016 when you know you would think that attitudes had shifted overall in u.s society on issues like race in a more progressive direction and you get the most overtly racist president i mean other presidents used what are called dog whistle attacks where they would say things like reagan would attack welfare queens and a lot of racist white voters would hear that and think you mean lazy black people don't you but you know donald trump just said overtly racist things you kind of think how the hell did that happen will you get a more progressive environment and yet you get the most reactionary president yet and that's because you get a minority because trump didn't win a majority of course um who become more angry and terrified by the fact they think they're going to lose um and i think that you know you've seen that you saw that with you know previous backlashes against gay rights i do think on trans rights there's a lot of that is people on the anti-trans side think they're gonna lose if you look at country after country at the moment um, Spain being the latest, Germany is going to do it soon. Finland as well was another one that's updated to um, to do, introduce self identification for gender recognition reform. Country after country is uh, adopting that. Britain will just become the outlier, and the anti-trans people deep down probably know. Well, is Britain really just going to stay the outlier, or are these countries really going to repeal those laws? They didn't on gay rights, so it's not going to happen on this probably. So you get that kind of panic and anger, which makes them more that feeds into how vocal and entrenched they become which is why you get this kind of backlash even as things become more progressive but that is my theory that we should look at these results and think there was hope that actually it's not inevitable things can go backwards you should never think about history as a linear always you know things improving people's attitudes getting better things can go backwards very quickly and alarmingly but you can see that people have shifted. What's frustrating is this is happening when Labour are less ambitious and less committed to transformative policies than they were, even though there is now greater public at, um, appetite 
for those things. But I think that provides a strong base for those of us who do believe in a different sort of politics that does call for much more redistribution of wealth and power, for example, challenging the vested interest at the top of society, because I think there was a big appetite for it in a country which is as riddled by crisis as our own. That's my hopeful message. I hope that's cheered you up. I feel cheerful. Please like, subscribe, do support us on patreon.com forward slash I'll see you in a bit. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.